Hello, hello, and welcome to one of the final episodes of Attack on Titan for the big three. There's going to be, I don't know, two or three more or something else. I don't know. We'll talk about it in a little bit. Shoutouts to Andrew Albers, Ben Krieger, Casual Colleen, Charlotte Ellis, Denny Dalliance, Doc Rubente, Domino RBG, Eddie DeSantiago, Emphatic Olive, Ezra, FN Science Man, Kirby's Creeper, Kyle Hatfield, Matt aka Stormageddon, Nancy Konek, shoutout Cam's mom, Nene12715, Nez, Nick Potter, Niall Glover, Pilnock, Sammy V, Spence, Steph, Stephen Mayfield, V Dion, and Zach. And without further ado, it's anime time for you. Welcome to The Big Three, the show that watches anime with you, to you, at you, and for you. I'm your host, Nathan Brandt. By you. I'm your host, <laughs> Jessica Howard. We know you're by. What the <laughs> fuck is up, gamers? It's me, your boy, Cam Koenig. I'm peeking off this fucking day quill. Let's go, baby. And I took my Adderall late so I could do the notes, so we're good. <laughs> so what's up? Cam said gamer, and I was going to be like, so who's ready for some gaming news? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, no. Hey, you guys, uh, they made it. They're going to make a new smaller PS5, and it's still ugly. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> this still looks like you put essential oils in that bitch. Jesus Christ. Don't worry. <laughs> a lot of people lost their jobs. Uh, <laughs> that's just gaming news lately, so... Yeah. It's, um, it's anyway, great. when do you think Halo's gonna show up in Candy Crush? <laughs> <laughs> oh, video games are bad. Um, hi everyone. This Hello. is a, this is an anime podcast um, with the only thing worse than video games, Aaron Yeager. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Aaron Yeager plays League. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know if he plays League. He strive. He like gives me the vibe of somebody who buys Call of Duty every year. Mm. But you know, COD Mobile is really where really where it's at because it's just a bunch of kids playing, and so you can just go in there and uh, he anyway. fucking <laughs> he fucking hated Call of Duty Vanguard, not because it wasn't as good, but because there was black people in it. <laughs> that's See, that's Aaron that's Yeager. Flock. That's I think that's flock because I feel like he has a black friend. <laughs> hey, Jess, you know they're playing together. That's oh, true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Flock's hair is all fucked up like that because he's got his gamer headset on all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he's got an RGB horse. <laughs> Somebody needs to Photoshop like this big LED like headset monster or, or like the cat girl one with the little oh, cat Oh, the cat girl on one. Flock. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Flock absolutely is that dude who came into the card shop once that I did hear call his girlfriend kitten. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, except for Aaron calls him kitten. <laughs> that is a, that is the thing that I heard in real life, and now you all know it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, welcome it's, to hell, everybody. Remember to leave room for Yu-Gi-Oh, everyone. <laughs> Don't. Um, episode eighty-two. <laughs> episode eighty-two. Sunset. <laughs> we're in Trost. Uh, we see that many, many, many people were caught up in the rumbling. As the pieces of the wall started to fall, and this isn't necessarily a thing to that, like that they needed to show, but I'm glad that 
the show about the whole ass world shows more mm-hmm. of that world than like the four main people all the time. I don't know. Here's Hitch with like an old lady and the old lady's hurt and mad. <laughs> like that's the scene. And you're like, oh, cool. All right, great. Tight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my, my son watched a bit of that and his response was, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and speaking of the whole ass world and just ass worlds, man, this shit sucks. People gather around and fucking talk about like, uh, I guess it's cool that Aaron's going to go do a genocide for us so that nobody does a genocide on us. That might be cool. And some people are like, fuck yeah, it's cool. And there's other people like, I hate this. Welcome to America. Yeah. That's what it's like. Welcome to <laughs> the world. This like these were some wild episodes to watch. During this in, time. Yeah. 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 I, and I'm like, I don't know. It's impossible to watch a show like this, like you're saying, like you said, um, with scenes like this and not think about like, you know, the actual genocide in Gaza that's being, you know, carried out yeah. by bad people um or any other like literally anytime anybody's going to listen to this there's probably something really bad going on yeah Yeah, like that's kind of um you know something that i thought about i guess is you know while we were covering i think there were there's been multiple times multiple wars that made us think that maybe we shouldn't but it's yeah yeah, i was gonna say because earlier this year with fucking with with everything going on in you know ukraine Ukraine. like Mm -hmm. we we were kind of like oh it's you know, it's hard to kind of. We did delay the show yeah, coming out because yeah, of it. It's it's hard to feel okay with covering it. It's hard to feel like it's not crass or you know tasteless or. But I do think that that is part of what makes Attack on Titan something that is important to to a lot of yes. people. Mm-hmm. Is that it does kind of kind of address head on this notion of this inherent violence right and Mm -hmm. there's 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 always something and there's always this perception of of a group being wronged by the other and if you see it from their perspective you can kind of understand why they feel that way and that's not to both sides a lot of Of issues that i do not want to both sides here um (laughs) but it's just one of those things where I feel like it does kind of tackle war and and how we perceive war and how we perceive our enemies, um, Mm -hmm. you know, in an interesting way. I feel like it's important not to turn away from media that Mm -hmm. talks about difficult situations, particularly when we're in a difficult situation. I understand Mm -hmm. like being, you know, being like, I am not in the mindset to watch this shit right now or this is, you know, and like tuning out personally. But I don't think that... You know, there's something wrong with with media that does talk about this stuff. I think that it's actually good that it exists. That's that's my yeah. soapbox. That's my <laughs> no. I'm yeah, and I mean, we had the same conversation when we were talking about like Shigaraki's origin and stuff like that, mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, I'm not hungry for suffering. It is appreciated when media depicts times like these as accurately as it does, even though the fantastical setting of the world. And I think you can boil it down to, yeah, I get it. War is bad. And if you aren't super keen on the show, that might be like your takeaway from it, which is also Mm -hmm. valid. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, it's like super important, like you said, Jess, to not just look away because you have the uh, privilege to look away (laughs) kind of a thing. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I also think that uh, because I I have I have made it pretty probably pretty well known that I this show is not really for me um, as mm-hmm. we have like gone through and watched this stuff and that's fine, but like it could be for other people. And like, I think mm-hmm. this is a lot of stuff that is important for 
as many people as possible to see and like understand like you know experience and have those feelings and thoughts and stuff like that yeah because i mean learning history can only take you so far learning about you know all of these dead people in faraway lands that you've never been to might never go to like what media can do is say all right here is these people you're going to follow these people for like most of their life you're going to know the whole context for everything that happens and then you go oh my god i don't know the hunger games or whatever yeah. right no yeah but like then when something happens in the real world it's like i don't know how to feel about this. yeah like uh one of the like there's a lot of articles over the past like 10 15 years or so just talking about how like people are super interested in history entirely because of like the assassin's creed games now coming out and stuff Mm -hmm. like that (laughs) right and like i think that's cool like they put out like education versions of some of those games so Mm -hmm. that they could just go through them like as a museum and stuff like that i think that's fucking rad yeah Yeah, i mean that's like the the thing that (laughs) i like validates i admit validates is maybe the wrong word but like Whenever I reach these points where I'm like, oh, what am I doing in my career? Like, why? I'm just, I'm writing about video games. I'm not doing anything worthwhile. You know, I, I do think about the fact that for me, as you a, have this as a podcast. Yeah, Sorry. exactly. <laughs> Sorry. But, no, but like as a child, you know, I, I moved around a lot. Like I, I was constantly switching schools. I had rough upbringing with my parents. And so like for me, something that I turned to a lot was like, books and movies and video games you know and like that's mm-hmm. how i formed a lot of like my opinions and, and my my outlook on life and you know there are so often like these these people online on twitter or whatever who the second that you say anything about a game or you critique something they're like why does it matter it's just a game it's just a game it doesn't matter like and, and but at the same time like sure not everything is life or death in video games right mm-hmm. but like it does matter media whether we want it to or not, whether we want to admit it does or not, like it forms the society. It's, it's a, both a reflection and it forms the society that we're in. You know, like it is, yeah. it builds empathy or it can destroy empathy. You know what I mean? Like it is, it shows us what we tend to view as normal because it's what we're shown. Like that's just how the human brain works. If you see something enough times, it becomes normal to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I... It is important and it's important to have things that explore, in my opinion, like darker topics or icky truths. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. The, yeah. The thing of just like, hey, there's always going to be people disagreeing until there is one or less people. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. that's just literally true. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't even live with one other person without having like at least some petty arguments right. now and again. Mm-hmm. Right. But anyway, um, this show is good, uh, by the way, you guys. This podcast that we're doing, Jess is very smart. Did you guys know that? Jess is so <laughs> anyway. fucking smart, dude. It's insane. <laughs> I pushed, but it was a little little low, so I'm just making sure it's known that I went push. <laughs> push sure. So, back to the actual show, though. The Jaegerists tell everyone that this is justice and Aaron is going to save them. And while the few sensible people around are just kind of have to, they just kind of have to put up with it like a kid at a way way too heated thanksgiving argument you know there's like these guys that are all like in the corner like shinzo Sasagio, like dedicate your heart and there's an old lady that's just like i'm a little bit bummed that my daughter died just now but uh 
<laughs> I, I do say this every episode since the time skip but i'm so happy that everybody fucking hates aaron now holy shit oh my god yeah there's just like a couple a couple cis men that like him and that's it <laughs> and the people that do like him also deserve to die like for <laughs> sure I yeah. love this for Cam, though. I just keep thinking about, like, you're the person who was just at the beginning, like, you met that, like, friend of a friend, and you're like, that person has fucking bad vibes. 100%. This and and is then, like, you, like, later, like, a few months down the road, your friend is like, oh, yeah, like, you know that friend that I introduced you to? Like, that guy fucking sucks. You, like, a sick heel turn. Yeah. And I'm like, I fucking told you. <laughs> yeah. David went to jail, and you're like, I never liked David. Yeah. <laughs> Some people are just like, oh, well, you know, like, I... You know, I I got used to him, you know, like, oh, he kind of grew on me. And I'm like, no, fuck no. him. I hate him. I'm glad he's dead. I always <laughs> knew that he was going to start a militant uprising. <laughs> Just bad vibes I mean, all around. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. But I, yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's hard to talk about those serious things. But like, I don't know. I'm a podcaster and I have a podcast. And these are the things that I feel as though I'm qualified to say. Right. Anything other than that? No. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> that's relatable. Yeah. <laughs> but in any event, we follow Hitch for this episode as she bumps into an old roomie. And wouldn't you know it? She holds her hostage. <laughs> And they were roommates. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely the vibe of this episode when Annie is just like, hey, what's up? I just popped out of a crystal. Uh, uh, Want to go get a pie? <laughs> <laughs> um, but for real, though, I'm glad that this episode gave some depth to Hitch and Annie because they're really unique characters for this show, especially Annie is like weak as shit from being in a crystal for fucking 29 years. Um, I don't. I don't I don't know that I like how moist Annie is after she comes sure. out of the crystal. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd probably be wet too if Hitch was on top of me. Okay. All right. Oh yeah. God. Great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was just gonna say crystals uh notoriously pretty dry, in fact. A dry fruit. A dry yeah. a dry fruit. Yeah. The, the crystal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> what if though? Yes. What if mm -hmm. crystals are actually wet inside, but oh, every time shit. you break them to get in there, they touch the air instantly, and then they're hard. It's like a it's like a fruit oh, gusher, shit. but you, you never. I don't know. Oh I don't shit! Know. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I can't. I can't dispute that. I don't that. even have my weed pen. I was just gonna say this is a new kind of crystal girl. I can't <laughs> dispute that because of the smart shit Jess said earlier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just just has these like you know 4d opinions on media but then is also like you know what the, if crystal wet though <laughs> you know a, you know a geode is basically just a pomegranate <laughs> did you know it. that the earth is flat <laughs> no oh okay well uh, Nate, imagine, take us off air take us off air <laughs> can you can you imagine though like if you started a podcast with somebody and like you got a few episodes in and then they casually dropped something about the flat earth dude <sighs> I would not know what to do. Um, but speaking of flattened earth, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Annie makes Hitch take her to the stables to grab a horse and fuck off and try to get back to Marley to see her dad. While she's there in the stable, she reveals like, hey, I did hear everything that was said to me for four years while I was kind of in that like sleepy in between dreaming and waking state. While she was in uh, Sora Kingdom Hearts 2 mode. I was just going to say, while she was in one of the crystals from Link uh, to the Past, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I guess. 
Her summer vacation is over. <laughs> My crystal vacation is over. So Annie, when she says that everything that Hitch and Armin said to her, she heard and remembered and everything, Hitch reacts like her mom just found her not safe for work Tumblr. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, I didn't. Oh, no. <laughs> I said so much dumb shit in front of you over four years. Do you know how many dumb things I say that I edit out <laughs> in one episode, <laughs> let alone four years when I think I'm alone or something? But as they depart, Annie gives more background and explanation for being for being how she be. Basically, she was abandoned as a baby due to her having an Eldian father. Another half Eldian man eventually adopts her with the sole reason of making her into a weapon to infiltrate the warriors and just basically get revenge on Marley by earning a easier life for himself due to what Marley did to his homeland. For whatever reason, he can't go back. So yeah, it looks like Annie knew about fucking Brazilian jiu-jitsu back in season one because she learned it from her dad that was from Attack on Titan Brazil in real life. <laughs> like, what Damn. a... What a weird, like, uh, hanging thread to come back to, to just be like, oh yeah, she wasn't just tough. She was literally doing Brazilian jujitsu <laughs> because, and everybody was fucking, you know, amazed because they didn't know about Brazil. <laughs> right. <laughs> Such a weird story. <laughs> um, and his, tra his training was rough. It was too rough. During one day, she bested him in a match and then she started kicking and just didn't stop. Amidst this, her dad smiled and laughed and told her that he was proud because now you can kill even unarmed, which is like, you know what, with as with as hard as it is to get affection from a father figure, I think I'll take like, oh, wow, you can kill without a weapon. It's like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I guess that's something. You ain't need no gun, son. I love you too, dad. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to tell Connor when he comes up, be like, you got two guns right here, kid. Good uh, yeah. Job. Hell yeah. <laughs> so the day that Annie left for the island, her dad pleaded with her to stay, saying that what he taught her isn't right. And he sees now the mistake that he made. He begs for her to at least live and return to him if she's going to go. So this was her motivation throughout that first season. It was basically just get home to dad oh wow my daughter's a person damn i've been wasting my life turning her into like a punch girl <laughs> and annie's like oh man my dad just wanted a punch girl uh because of all of the racism <laughs> damn we really ain't too different huh <laughs> armin and mikasa speak up for a bit on uh what to say to connie because connie left with the baby <laughs> falco as he leaves mikasa is like armin what should i do He's like, oh, just go help Jean, uh, whatever he needs help with, go help him. And she's like, yeah, but what do I do about Aaron? And Armin is like, what do you do about it? I, I'm just a little guy and it's my birthday every day, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm having the worst fucking life <laughs> ever. <laughs> I have so many burdens. I have so many things to do. You care about a boy that sucks? I can't. I couldn't be me. Bye. <laughs> it's like, fuck, dude. Um. So meanwhile, God damn it, Flock is here and he's shooting the volunteers that didn't want to play nice and join Eldia. Jean asked him who elected him king of the Jaegerus and his response, his response was literally Aaron did. Okay, I'm his special <laughs> little girl. 
<laughs> I'm his kitten. Oh, yeah, God. Like, yeah. I'm his Discord kitten. He tells Jean, hey, man, hey, hey, man, it's time for me to give you your final challenge as a character. This whole show, you said you wanted to fuck off and go home. Well, here's your chance. You're safe on Eldia and you'll be welcomed as a war hero. You better fuck off while the fuck off getting is good. The, the off is getting yeah, fucked yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you say, champ? You better fuck off while the off is getting fucked. <laughs> That's good. That's good. It's very off them if you fuck them or whatever. <laughs> and, Ka- and fucking Jean is like, oh, worm. Yeah. I can just be a shitty little guy now. <laughs> Um, meanwhile, Connie is having his final character challenge as well. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Hanji finds Peek and Magath. I love that scene where Hanji comes up to Peek and Magath and is like, oh, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what they basically say. They show up. They literally say, oh, who's that over there and points to Levi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, episode 83 pride. Woo. Like, thank God Levi is okay. Uh, thanks to Hanji who thank had to shoot. Lit- yeah, I know. <laughs> thanks to Hanji who had to literally shoot other scouts to protect him. I hate that shot where Hanji is like shooting down youngsters that were like under their mm-hmm. like care and command. And they're just like crying and they're like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's for Levi. Which like mood but also like oh man that sucks <laughs> hanji finds levi and, and was like you know uh dressing his wounds and stuff and like then the like the eldian ems signal went off and everybody like saw aaron say oh, i'm gonna do the genocide thing um and levi wakes up and he's like the fuck was that <laughs> what happened what happened yeah what <laughs> i love all of the shots of him while he has his bandages on, which is, I think, every shot of him that isn't a flashback yeah. in these episodes, mm-hmm. just because I just he just reminds me of that that fucking meme of Squidward all like, <laughs> yeah, like firmly grasp it. <laughs> like, that's how he's going to that's how he's going to hold his knife. Yeah, just like, <laughs> he doesn't have the fingers. I fly in bed and cry until my heart attacks put me to sleep. <laughs> Uh, back in the present with Peek and Magath, Levi says, we need to work together if anything's ever going to happen uh, and we're not just going to kill each other. And and also, I really need to keep a promise to my boyfriend that's dead to kill a very large monkey if we could. <laughs> we then see Connie in the woods with a sleeping Falco. Connie wonders if feeding him to his mom is going to go well. He can't afford to fuck this up, so he's going to need a really good plan. He does not come up with a really good plan. <laughs> he super does not. <laughs> Hi, Connor. Yeah, we're podcasting right now. Pop. I hope you never find out what that Pop-pop. is. Pop. <laughs> Popcast. Popcast. <laughs> um, I love Connor. I He's hope so you good. never find out what that is. It's so funny. I'm very glad I have that recorded. So let's see. Yes, uh, Connie's going to need a really good plan. He does not come up with a really good plan. Falco figures it out pretty quickly, uh, but Connie says that we should, uh, hey, let's, let's, uh, here's my, here's my big plan. We're going to brush the Titan's teeth. When would we ever get a chance like this? And Falco's like, is this like a fetish thing or like, why am I here? Isn't this so cool? You have always wanted to do this. You should stand above the mouth of the Titan for, for no reason. And jump. (laughs) Leap for for gingivitis. 
Just then, Armin and Gabby show up to save Falco, but not without a tense negotiation between Connie and Armin. Armin, like, literally just volunteers to bite the dust so that Connie's mom can be Connie's mom again. But Connie ends up not being able to accept that compromise and calls the whole thing off. Um, he says he wants to be a soldier that his mom can be proud of. So I'm sorry. I apologize for this whole stupid detour, but let's go save as many people as possible. And I'm like, all right, cool. Your your character was challenged with the thing you literally have wanted since the the second season. Um, and you said, no, I choose the whole of humanity over just like seeing my mom. Um, I think that's pretty cool for Connie. And again, I say it every episode, but like Cliff fucking does a great, great job voicing Connie. Great in English. job, Bakugo. You know? Yeah, Connie great has job, like, a, it, like in this arc, I feel like there was a lot of uh, moral dilemmas for Ooh. Connie. So. Yes. <laughs> every time he yells, oh I'm just like, that is Bakugo, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. <laughs> So we cut to Mikasa as she talks to the girl that she accidentally radicalized from season one. Turns out in the last fight, she got got by a thunder spear and it's just a matter of time till she croaks. And Mikasa's like, damn, that's not fetch, but hey, can I have my scarf back? <laughs> <laughs> She's totally like, I've had many conversations with people I'd rather not be talking with. And Mikasa is absolutely me at my most hi i'm sorry i have autism and need to stop talking to you right now <laughs> like <laughs> like one trillion percent a relatable please, vibe please give me my blankie <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> i need my emotional support scar for my shit boyfriend <laughs> we see connie and the gang stop at a uh in a town uh while they're having a cool festival about the cool global genocide that their big centipede man is doing um and as they eat armin mentions uh uh, Annie, who happens to be literally right next to them, um, absolutely housing a pie. Uh, and Connie starts losing his shit. And it's because he's, it reminds him of Sasha. And I think that's really good because <laughs> Connie's a simple boy. And he's like, ha ha, she eat the food funny. <laughs> and like that weirdly is the like moment of levity that Connie really needed to like be back as a part of the team. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's that that's really cool that like, this girl absolutely like gobbling it as though it were Levi's knob. <laughs> <laughs> Just like this pie that's in front of her. Connor, I especially hope you don't find out what a podcast is now. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is not even the worst thing that I've said about anything on this podcast, let alone anything Jess has said about oh, yeah, meeting yeah. Levi biblically and all that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but I, I don't know. I I just love like moments of levity and like really bad times. I think everybody has experienced that. Like <laughs> literally when my grandma was on her deathbed in the hospital, she like, you know, took a deep breath and closed her eyes and we thought she was going to drift off. And then she like came back. She came back and she was like, oh, my God, the password for the for the <laughs> bank thing is. Uh... <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> That's me. That's really That's funny. Me. I'm so like I'm so stressful. I'm gonna be like, oh, by the way, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't die until I give you the password for the electrical bill. <laughs> My ADHD God ass damn. is not going quietly because I will forget everything until it is over. <laughs> Yeah, I can't leave my house without checking my pockets 45 times. You oh, think I'm going to die? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, so meanwhile, in Flock's big bullshit hour, wouldn't you know it? God damn it. Flock is there. He tries mm. to make Yelena and Onyong Capone be examples of Eldia by just shooting him. But Yelena doesn't give a shit. And Onyong Capone is like, 
you guys fucking played yourselves okay you guys radicalized yourselves i hate you. he literally in japanese says i hate you xenophobic shitheads <laughs> which king yeah dude <laughs> absolute king <laughs> so john steps up and he's like i'm gonna kill this guy and but instead he fires uh shots into the ground four times when it comes to missing john doesn't miss <laughs> <laughs> was that what you wrote in your notes yep <laughs> that's really fucking good did the edible, the edible. kicked in yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. that sounds right yeah, yeah. um I said, when it comes to missing, Sean doesn't miss, and that includes missing out on getting a misses. LOL, got him. Damn, got him. <laughs> Fucking body, dude. Holy shit. Turns out <laughs> turns out this was a signal for the cart titan to come and rescue Jean, Mikasa, and everyone else from Flock's garbage circus. I, I love a good little sneaky plan. Yeah. Yes. It's good. Attack yeah. on Titan has so many. There's yeah, a lot like of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it always feels good. It's always like, ooh, like, ooh, that, that was an unexpected little. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, that actually might be like a top anime thing that I really do like. Mm -hmm. I like when you're not filled on what's happening and then all of a sudden something just, you know, plays out and you're like, ooh, they didn't show us, but things were going on. Ooh. Well, dude, that's, I, I'm, mm. you have to watch Attack on Titan again after we watch mm. this at some point in your life because, like, knowing where the wheels are turning to from the beginning is is in, it's an insane experience yeah i mean even in the last episode we're going to talk about like the whole beginning is just like this is something that was happening way like four months yeah. ago so and it makes so a lot of, of things those. make more sense right mm -hmm. yeah exactly so the crew head out uh undetected except for one person in the shadows who sees them leaving we'll, we'll talk about that guy later once at camp Onion Capone mentions or thanks Jean for saving him and then asks, like, why did why did you do this? Why didn't you just want to go be a shithead? You love being a shithead. God, <laughs> That's damn, basically what dude. Flock tells yeah. him. Whomst among us doesn't. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, <laughs> yeah. Flock is like, Jean, you can just go and just be a shit poster for the rest of your life. That's what you wanted to do, right? Bro, just just bro just fuck off like bro just fuck <laughs> off non-derogatory yeah. bro just fuck off roger go home <laughs> <laughs> lovingly go home roger um, said that like the fucking pink panther <laughs> why did God you say it. that like fucking snagglepuss dude because dare <laughs> burger dude shut up <laughs> okay um so, but yeah, Onion Capone is like, why didn't you want to just go be a little shitty man and lead, lead a comfortable life and whatever? And John is like, those ashy bones would never forgive me if I stayed in that room with my ears covered. And Onion Capone is like, I don't fucking know what you're saying, but thank you for saving my life. Did you hear me when I said that? <laughs> like, it's like, I don't, I don't know what the fuck you just said, but hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thankful, grateful um, for you or sorry that happened or whatever. Oh, no, it's totally uh, I had my headphones oh, in yeah. and don't want us to have this conversation. So I'm going to pretend mm -hmm. I heard something from you. 100%. <laughs> so where people yeah. are like, how you doing? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> 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 um, like I said, though, Jean is always, 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 always going to do the right thing. But it's just going to take him like he's going to need to sleep on it first, <laughs> basically. <laughs> so the crew pick up Reiner at the Airbnb and it's let's go kill Aaron time. Um, I love Reiner just sleeping off, being almost killed and just sitting there with his two apples next to his head because Gobby's like, I don't know, what does he eat? Apples? <laughs> 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 I'm fucking 12. I'm going to go shoot a guy in the head. Bye. 
<laughs> I fucking love this show, dude. <laughs> Episode 84, Night of the End. This one is probably second to Children of the Forest in terms of like my favorite episode. So we start out with uh, a little flashback showing that John, on John honestly was pretty close to giving in and not fighting here. He was covering his ears, not to avoid hearing the rumbling. He was literally doing it so that he could talk himself into ghosting Hanji. That's big shit, <laughs> in my opinion, of like just some character shit of just like, no, it wasn't the rumbling. It was uh, it was my responsibilities. I didn't Damn. want to hear. <laughs> um, so while discussing options, uh, Jean wonders if stopping Aaron is even going to do literally anything. But Hanji, bars as usual, says genocide is wrong and i'll be damned if we're gonna justify it whatsoever fucking yeah, looks at the bars. camera and says bars <laughs> <laughs> as hanji talks about the ones that paved the way for this opportunity to even potentially take aaron out jean remembers marco and says hanji i will forever be a oh my god i can't believe i burped while saying that <laughs> hanji i'm gonna be a scout forever <laughs> <laughs> Just, says hanji i will forever be a scout so there's a lot of great conversation about the nature of their conflict here but it mostly boils down to like marley slash ldm mistrust everyone's on edge but again hanji with the bars says it's true we're weird devils that would give up our paradise to help the very world that wants to exterminate us essentially everyone that isn't doing something about the rumbling or just doing what Jean did, covering up their ears and just waiting for their perfect happily ever after to hopefully happen. Um, and just Jean at least had the 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 balls to stand to he was he's the dad that stepped up basically. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mikasa's plan literally is like I would simply vote the Titans out. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> She's like it's and he's like and he's like for the first time like for one of three i'm asking you right now mikasa ackerman will you kill will you wear wigs <laughs> <laughs> and fucking mikasa's like i don't know i don't know if i'll kill aaron maybe i don't want to though i want to talk to him mikasa <laughs> like, out right. here just being like yeah shinjeki you no know, go to the polls <laughs> oh my god thanks i'll be here all week i, I live here I'm she is absolutely house. though like the girl who you have to take her phone whenever she's drinking because she's gonna text her toxic ex 100 percent. oh my god yeah. Yeah. yeah at least one of the toxic exes right yes. like yeah <laughs> whoa holy shit connor hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm just going yeah <laughs> so yellen is also here and, and and held captive but she refuses to basically say anything connie asks why she doesn't care if her homeland is destroyed don't you want to like, don't you want to get revenge on Marley, dude? Actually, she was fucking lying about being from an annexed country. She's fucking steampunk Rachel Dolezal, man. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Remember her? God, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> it's it's weirdly like it's weirdly very similar of a situation of just like, why do you want to be oppressed so bad? Yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, man. Um, Yelena says, bro, this is Attack on Titan. We're all shitheads. Connie tried to save his mom, like, Vor style with Falco today. Like, oh, no, I'm a piece of shit, too. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> and honestly, fair point. <laughs> but, you know. So throughout this episode, they keep cutting to the trees and the forest that they're in. Online, a lot of people around this time said, like, oh, this is because of budget reasons. They're saving the budget for the big fight at the end. 
and like they're not animating them talking uh and just cutting to background shots that's that's like a that's like a budget thing i bet like nope give me your fucking anime license i'm ripping it up you can't have it anymore try again in a year yeah. fucking y'all remember the children of the forest speech like the fucking cinnamon topography here is saying damn they really do be the children of the forest damn, huh damn we really do be attacking on some titans cinema dude <laughs> this show is so good at infusing drama into like what if 10 people hated each other and had a conversation <laughs> having soup at the same time oh <laughs> and like that's compelling television i think that's cool i thought that scene was really good actually it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really good i really liked it a lot too as a hater of this show i quite <laughs> liked that scene <laughs> <laughs> well because it's people saying like it's saying what they think they mean. And then like later on, like with General Magath, he's like, honestly, I didn't mean any of that dumb racist shit I said to you the other night. I'm yeah. so fucking sorry, dude. <laughs> it's like it, they're, everybody's just kind of working their shit out so they can work together. <laughs> Reiner and Annie come clean about basically murdering Marco and Jean takes it very well. And by that, I mean, he beats Reiner to shit. <laughs> but before that, he asked Reiner what Marco's last words were. They were, we haven't even tried to talk this out yet. It turns out that's kind of the answer to the, the any problem, more or less. Uh, every problem in this series, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they want to talk Aaron down, but they're prepared to take him down if he does something wildly out of character and continues to be a huge piece of shit. <laughs> John takes off after accidentally involving Gabi in the fight. Uh, she apologizes and knows nothing is ever going to be a good enough reason to be forgiven for anything that Marley or the Warriors or anything has done. Jean knows that he's going to do the right thing eventually, but right now he's he's going to go take a walk in the forest while covering his ears. Goddamn, Jean's such a fucking good character, dude. <laughs> I never thought in the beginning of the show that like, oh, yeah, this like, I don't know, Matt from Digimon ass character, like secondary protagonist motherfucker, like he's probably not going to be anything. He's probably just going to be there to be like. Aaron, you're not any good or whatever, but and then that's true. Yeah, no, he's also, right. But, but he's but right. Also, but he's right is the thing. Yeah. <laughs> the gang head for the port the next day, and oh god damn it, Flock is there. Mm. Um episode 85, Traitor. All right. The gang is all assembled and it's time to do a mission. Uh essentially, the Jaegerists have a fly have the flying boat. Uh, and they want to keep it so that they can make planes after they do that whole genocide world tour thing. However, if they see the scouts attempt to take it, fuck it. Who needs planes anyway? We'll just blow it up. <laughs> and that's literally the thing. Like, I, I think Flock is like, you know what? And if the if the scouts show up and try to steal the plane, maybe we don't care about air travel anymore. <laughs> like, whoa, dude. God damn, dude. All right. That's That's weirdly like one of the more like chilling threats is like i'll hold us back hundreds of years bitch i'm like whoa that sucks <laughs> so they need to they need the azumabito mechanics as well to make the flying boat can be a flying boat and not just like a regular boat <laughs> so they got to be delicate and savvy here that's why they send connie <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah great play guys <laughs> the, the king of tact they're playing this chess you are playing fucking checkers like this is 1000% I underestimated Brock and here's my Caterpie like, like yes oh my god <laughs> like, he's it's it's all we have left is Caterpie and uh Squirtle with like two PP for Bubble Bean yeah 
So the non-Marleyan scouts are feeling a little apprehensive about a plan that may cause them to kill their formal, former cadet mates. But as Annie says, what are you going to do? Fucking talk to him. Um, so anyway, Connie and Armin are going to go talk to him and that's going to go really good. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> Annie relents that. Yeah, honestly, it's wild to assume that you would just want to kill your former comrades. And like, you know what? If you guys had, if you guys were the warriors, like not the movie or the video game or whatever, but like the people, or maybe there's a book. I don't know. <laughs> if you guys were with the warriors, you probably wouldn't have broken down the wall because you guys are like good people, I guess. So, you know, you wouldn't have broken the walls at the, 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 I was so high when I wrote this. Okay. So notes that the group probably wouldn't have busted the wall all those years ago. If the tables were turntables, because then it'd be a party and we could see Levi breakdance. What was I talking about? Again? <laughs> <laughs> the edible has activated ladies and gentlemen <laughs> the scouts don't like the idea of just watching this conflict so like i said uh, it's the smooth operators aka connie and armin that are going to go convince their old comrades to give them a plane which is honestly one of the harder things that you can do i think without the stakes like oh i yeah. can't convince anybody to be like hey give me a fucking plane Oh, yeah. You know, like much less a former Umfi. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and imagine it's the only plane that you know about. It's the only plane done. Yeah, that's the end of the sentence, dude. <laughs> and we need like 20 dudes to make the wings go. Yeah. <laughs> It really does make me think about like how like fucked up air travel is in general and how like how well we have it figured out while still being like wicked tenuous for sure yeah <laughs> um jesus christ literally some... the last time i was on a plane i just looked out the window and i was like we shouldn't be up here <laughs> <laughs> you're so right wi-fi now you're so right <laughs> so hanji notes that the titans likely are making landfall either now or soon and the rumbling is going to be doing its intended job uh very shortly if not literally right now um, General Magath wonders where Aaron is headed exactly and decides to politely see if the answer is inside Yelena's bones. <laughs> um, and they kind of were. <laughs> yeah, Yelena's a like, little. <laughs> Yelena's like, fuck it. If you're going to help me see this final fight with like this, this fallen hero of mine and I get to see this history take place, I'll fucking, we get on that boat, I'll, I'll tell you where he is. How about that? Um, Magath is like, uh, I definitely went a little too hard there. Hey, I apologize. Hey, I'm sorry everyone. I shattered your arms. <laughs> well, he doesn't say that. He apologizes to everyone else for having to see him do that. Yeah, no, that's fair, um, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's he's apologizing to the parad parodians, um, saying that, like, I was an asshole for bringing up all of that ancestral trauma. Like, anyone here can do anything about it. Fucking look at Gabi, she's 12. Yeah. And she shot a guy in the head. What, <laughs> she's still helpless here. He's like, I, I was afraid to look at myself and my actions and realize that I was wrong. But, like, hey, man, a, like, a little late, and God's not going to forgive you, but I might if you stay cool and blow up a boat later. <laughs> he basically gives the MGS ending speech about moving forward and not shying away from the sins of the past so the youngins can read the messy history by the candlelight of the whatever the fuck. <laughs> Was that Metal Gear Solid 2? Fucking probably. Yeah, I yeah. think so. That's anyway. when that goes on like the 10 minute like monologue about history. And there's like, and there's like shots of like wild dogs and shit. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, yes. I get it. Just respectfully, <laughs> that's all of them. 
That's true. That's true. Um, I say this as somebody who really likes those games. That's all of them. So anyway, back to the show. Flock tells Lady Azumubito that it is so very cool and sexy of him for keeping her alive. Uh, he's a great dude. He even spared like most of your engineers. Aren't I a peach dude? Just then Armin shows up screaming. This is still a sneaking mission, but he's doing a risky Irwin thing right now. He says, oh shit, the cart Titan and the armor Titan are um, swimming away. And I need the flying boat. <laughs> Flock is like, they're doing what? <laughs> and Armin says, give me the boat. I'm going to go over here. <laughs> like, I got I to gotta go get him. <laughs> my mom says I need to come home right now immediately. Mom says my turn on the Xbox. <laughs> so here Connie and Armin run into two people they were recruits with, a dude named Samuel that talked with them that one time when Sasha was like, I stole this meat. And he was like, I would like some of that meat. The other dude, noted shithead and coward and all around loser. It's Daz fucking literally all of me saying that that i hate daz is literally just because of this episode yeah fuck <laughs> daz. going back and looking at some of the minor shit that he does and just being like fuck you <laughs> you made armin cry <laughs> yeah fuck you daz <laughs> this scene at least for me though was like really really tense it was it was really good yeah sam and daz reveal that flock gave them a rundown on the fact that the scouts may be working to try and stop the rumbling so the plane has dynamite all over it and is rigged to blow uh complete with like a fucking wily coyote ass like plunger box thing where it's like it may as well say tnt on the front (laughs) and armin is like oh no we're not we're not traitors we're actually the biggest flock fans of all time and we're doing a good thing that flock wants right now i love flock he's so cool he's great Connie throws up for like 30 seconds after saying that. No, um, but for real, there's a tense discussion that ends with Daz disconnecting the explosives, uh, but they hear gunshots coming from where Flock was. And honestly, it rules because Lady Azumobito is the is the cause of those gunshots because she fucking took Flock down for a second. Yeah, at dude. Least. And I think that's good for you, Kiyomi. That's, that's some shit. I'd let her kill but- me. <laughs> i'd let an old rich japanese lady kill me <laughs> sure fuck I mean, it why not have, right you know we all have we all have a type it's who fine wouldn't? um who wouldn't yeah who wouldn't who, am, who you said us? rich great yeah <laughs> uh mikasa swoops in and fucking kills some dudes you'll hear me say that a lot in this episode yeah. hey mikasa fucking hey, killed those guys she was like they were out here playing like fucking battlefield she was playing fucking titanfall 2 mm-hmm. like god damn dude mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll get to it when she's really getting to dude. it but like <laughs> mikasa for apex <laughs> yes oh my god yes she's fucking sliding around and shit yeah man uh i so like you know we it's been no secret that cam does not like attack on titan and i also uh this this hurts me on another level because i pride myself on having good recommendations and for this one to be so wrong and so public and so recorded is like (laughs) oh that hurts but also i did know when you said like you know i'm still down to watch the show and and do the podcast and everything obviously i was like okay cool like we'll, we'll we'll do it no problem no bad vibes or anything and i was like but man 
when we get to that part where Mikasa chops that fucking guy's heads off, dude, that I was know, tight I as I fuck. Know Kevin's gonna, I know oh. Kevin's gonna lose his mind. <laughs> Bro, that was sick as hell. We'll get there in a second. <laughs> um, so Flock is making his way outside and says, Hey, Connie Armin and Mikasa are traitors, kill them. Daz is like, all right, I'm going to just start bringing <laughs> right. up these explosives again. I'm a fucking coward. I'll do whatever the person in charge says. Well, go for it. I'm a bootlegger, dude. Armin attempts to talk him down, but it, that's made difficult when Samuel uh, shoots him in the fucking mouth. Bro, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I wonder if you guys had this reaction, too, because, like, obviously I knew that Armin had, like, the Titan healing abilities, but I was still like, oh, my God, they shot Armin. Yes. No, I thought yeah. the same thing. I was just like, oh, my God, they're going to kill him. I'm like, wait, no, never mind. No, he's fine, <laughs> but actually. It, it still wasn't pleasant. It was still very gummy Not and bloody. Not fun to and... watch. Yeah, and he's got his teeth falling out of his mouth, and he's trying to talk to Daz, and he's like, <laughs> it's got which a little is, steam coming out. It just wasn't which great. Is, it is not the way to get somebody to not shoot you in the head. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> the the conflict with Flock escalates to the point where uh, Reiner and Annie join the fight in Titan form. Um, they transform, and I think. I think it's easy to forget how brutal fights were when Annie was involved, like in the beginning yeah. of the series, but like now and like she's on like quote unquote our side or whatever like god damn yeah, dude she's like everybody is just like swatting motherfuckers like flies <laughs> turning these motherfuckers into literal paste yeah exactly <laughs> she's um, just swinging around her legs you just see like, <laughs> yeah exactly like the wind is going yeah. and like it's it's just cool that like they're in the background doing all that shit and like there's still meaningful shit happening in the foreground it's not like the conflict stops and is then about the Titans, which is what it used to be. Um, Cause like, like Mikas is the MVP of this fight. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and she just killed like five men <laughs> and that's it. One guy turned into a big bird. Anyway, whatever. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> back with, we were the Titans all along. <laughs> back with Connie, Armin seems to be begging Daz to basically just fucking end him. Cause he presses his head against the gun um maybe as a risky way to just be like look i'm for real like your my life is in your hands it's okay give us the boat you're gonna do the right thing but it's fucking daz so he's like ah, i don't know <laughs> um connie remembers bertholt saying that someone has to be the one to get their hands dirty in situations like these and this time it happens to be connie uh what follows is a struggle that's followed by the outcome that i think like any of the viewers would have guessed is going to happen probably right like this is going to suck right yeah. this is going to be super heavy nobody's having a good time right now it's a no good bad horrible no good day mikasa might be actually yeah Mik no yeah no Mik mikasa's living she's she's on her way to her boyfriend and she's killing just like so many people um that's her favorite thing <laughs> it kind of is though <laughs> um and in a zoomed out story mechanic standpoint as well this serves as the characters proving to us and themselves that if they if it really like comes down to it they'll be ready to do this to aaron if need be and that need is gonna be b as fuck <laughs> like because <laughs> he's a big fucking centipede daz is making weird faces it's fine get rid of that guy oh but... <laughs> yeah he's he, he was born 60 years old it's yeah. fucking weird he's like yeah. he's like fucking steve Martin. he looks like weird. every baby in a renaissance painting 
<laughs> that like they just didn't know how to paint babies they just all look fucking 45 the samuel stuff was harder though i literally like after that scene i typed into my search engine connie samuel gay question mark <laughs> because i was like hmm. never changed <laughs> i wasn't ready for that at all <laughs> seemed like boyfriends like i don't know i can see just it like, hey, i can see we it. could we could go farm together we could go like you know how we talked about eating we could food? go eat we meat could together, together. <laughs> and i was like that's gay but then he shot him in the mouth and yeah. not in a sexy way no <laughs> it's bad <laughs> a bad shot to the mouth <laughs> episode 86 retrospective it turns out that the plane is gonna take like half a day to get going uh fuck <laughs> hanji says the scott the scouts have like mikasa and annie and you know reiner's there too he's doing his thing but reiner can only get shot in the head for so long yeah. um they're kind of eating him alive actually <laughs> yeah yeah it's absolutely bonkers that reiner is still kicking at this yeah point. this man has wanted to die has had other people want him to die and he's just still here <laughs> has had other people die for him has killed other people death is around this man uh so the the plan now is like since they can't get the flying boat to be a flying boat uh they need to tow it with a normal boat to a marleyan coastal town uh and service it and get it ready and then go see that whole rumbling thing um the fight animation here rules yeah. we we already talked about it literally but like even shots of of flock like falling onto a building and rolling yeah, are like great done with wild detail like <laughs> it's it's absolutely insane and they add a shit ton that's not in the manga as well like the big mikasa thing that wasn't in the fucking manga that was just mappa going like i'm gonna fucking clown on everybody right now that wasn't for them that was for us yeah exactly <laughs> so the female titan is is fighting on the the good side obviously here to that like quote-unquote good side um, it feel it feels cool. I, I like, mm -hmm. like I know that her character has like, she was literally put on ice for like four seasons or whatever. But I like the story opportunities that that ends up creating. She's kind of her own Captain America <laughs> in that, in that way. Like she was frozen for oh, this is four years. This is a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so and, and then she turns to Reiner and says, "I understood that reference <laughs> <laughs> because Armin talked to me for four years." <laughs> Armin is my is my Peggy Carter, you know. Armin's all of our Peggy Carter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's an apt comparison. <laughs> uh, Reiner steps in to take uh, take on fire instead of Annie. And goddamn man, Reiner is so good at getting shot in the head. He's a fucking pro. Uh, at this point, Flock has figured out the scout's plan. Meanwhile, Falco is like. I'm a pretty strong dude. I can jump pretty high. I got the jaw. I should go out there and do some murder for once. Everyone's like, "Hey, man." Your first time, you're not going to have any control. It's going to be a mess. We all remember our first time. <laughs> you're not going to last super long. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to last super long. You're, there's a lot of yelling. Hundreds dead. Um, talons. Yeah. Uh, you have a beak. <laughs> you know, ah, youth. Uh, so the scouts. We've all been there. <laughs> the scouts prep the... Uh, the swimming boat but as they do uh they see a train approaching with what is no doubt reinforcements however just before you have time to say hey a lot of that train is 2d animated i wonder if it, it totally it's explodes. just gone yeah <laughs> anyway speaking of things that have recently experienced being kerploded 
oops, Annie's head got chunked off and Reiner isn't looking great, which like that's always the case with him. Yeah. But it's pretty bad because he got shot by like 500 Thunder Spheres. <laughs> he doesn't have any like cheeks anymore. <laughs> any of them. And he's not an Ackerman. He can't take it. No, exactly. He's just a shitty white boy. <laughs> <laughs> so the scouts take over from here. Uh, and holy shit, do they? Uh, everyone gets wild, wildly, wonderfully animated shots of them absolutely wearing the one size fits all plot armor and making use of it. They're like, we're the main characters. We're not going to die. Let's go. Like, they're just out here playing fucking Dynasty Warriors, dog. <laughs> like... <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Why wasn't that the Attack on Titan game? Yeah, that Fuck. actually would be really good. Fuck. <laughs> Connie's like fucking flying through dudes. Mikasa is cutting through some dudes. Mika is, Mikasa is working she's, some shit out. Like She's just a little, she's a little Beyblade. 100%. I, that's literally, that's, that's, yeah, yeah. We called, we called Levi the yeah. Beyblade and they're literally related as yeah. it turns out, right? <laughs> the Beyblade family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And yeah, you know, fucking Connie and Mikasa, they're doing good shit and fucking Jean is also there and shoots somebody <laughs> so in the he's head. There. He helped. It's like, I made, I made the joke of that though, right? Like, but he did have a problem not like committing in an us yeah. or them yeah. scenario. Sure. So yeah. like him just being like, pop, pop. <sighs> and then moving on is like wow that's actually weirdly character growth you don't need him to pop the fuck off you just need him to like show up take out a couple of dudes and just <laughs> sigh and move on <laughs> exactly. i do i love him actually he's i he's love in, him he's in my top five he's a great character, characters yeah. if not my top three mm -hmm. and the, the the more i watch of attack on titan the more i'm like man fucking jean was always right he's always like <laughs> he's always the one that especially after the first season he's he's just the one that is correct about the situation mm -hmm. he's like aaron sucks i'm afraid <laughs> <laughs> and then the ghost of marco is like i love that you're weak or whatever he's like cool that won't stick with me or anything <laughs> um so but then falco emerges fully transformed as a titan and Holy shit, looks like uh, when the jaw titan comes to fruition due to the beast titan's spinal fluid, jaw plus beast means bird. <laughs> it, look, it, look, it looks cool as fuck, actually. It does. It's the yeah. best yeah. It's looking cool. one. Yeah. Um, it's better than the other jaw titan. Oh, it's yeah, which was already a market improvement over the one that looked like first draft Gollum yeah. when Emir was that. <laughs> like, it's horrible, dude. Um. But I, I do like that kind of like internal logic of like, what is jaw plus beast? What beast has good? I mean, birds got fucking jaws on them, right? Mm -hmm. They got that fucking beak. It's unique. It's whatever. And then so like he ends up being a a bird titan is like so fucking <laughs> cool. And you go back and you look at like almost every scene that he was in, like the first scene you see him, he's like looking at a bird flying. He's like, get out of here. And then when Colt goes, comes up to him, he's like, I had a dream. I was flying. It's like, Oh, okay. Mm, <laughs> you were always right. meant to be a bird and your name is Falco. I get it. I get it. I get it. Oh, right. There's that scene with the empty bird cages and shit too. Yeah. Even the fucking, you know, dumbass general forever ago was like, we don't have any flying Titans. Do we? It's like, well, maybe now I don't fucking know. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> I, I think it's it's really cool that they did all that stuff. But I mean, I like ultimately he's not going to do as much damage as Fox. So I would still probably play as him <laughs> over Falco personally. 
Um, but you know, you know, to each their own, I suppose. Literally every character in this show has like a hiya moment. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> in, in this episode. Attack on Titan would actually be made better if you had like the little breakout boxes with, with the voice lines <laughs> at the bottom. Fucking Annie is like swinging that one dude and like lets him go and it's like yeah game (laughs) (laughs) i have been trying to figure out a way to work in a that ain't falco wombo combo joke but i just have not been able to do it i just want to let you all know that i have been thinking about it this entire time Um, and that's the thought that's the thought that counts Mm -hmm. um but yes speaking of birds it's time to take down a whole flock shut the fuck up Anyway, he eludes the card Titan uh, and Hanji and even Mikasa and Connie, and he aims his thunder spear and declares that the one to save Eldia is going to be him. But that's when Gabby reveals that she's the goat Titan and shoots the second most annoying character (laughs) in his first most important blood. (laughs) It it doesn't make up for Sasha, but it helps. (laughs) Right. Yeah. She shot Aaron in the head so good it twisted off of him and she did shoot Flock and and give him time to fall to the water and think ah geez i never did anything cool <laughs> yeah, like they literally gave him a like full-on anime villain death like yeah because because if there's any mustache twer- like literally the secret king of the world wasn't as fucked up as this guy <laughs> yeah flock is just a shitty redhead guy <laughs> he, he truly reached the bottom of the ocean just thinking i was a beta cuck my whole <laughs> life. It's crazy. Um, just his dying breath was i sigma enough <laughs> Gobby with a gun, Sigma balls. <laughs> Gabby gang, Gabby gang. So Mikasa is like over this whole thing and she goes absolutely fucking ham planet Dude. on some dudes. Oh my God. It's it's quick and I, I rewound it a couple times and paused it to, to make sure that like I got every detail of this. Uh, she cuts a dude's head off grappling hooks the body swipes the body away literally leaving a body-shaped smoke cloud of blood where the body was for a second it's like literally in the shape of a guy when she pulls the body away and she throws a headless body at a guy and then stabs him through the headless guy and then makes him as he's dying use his thunder spear like semi posthumously and fucking just clown on him. It's like the hardest shit of all time. Knife girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck? We we what? love to see a woman with hobbies. Oh um, yeah, God forbid a woman should have hobbies. <laughs> this motherfucker did a Yakuza heat action. D- yeah. Like <laughs> like a final boss, like uh, like exclusive interaction with one thing kind of thing. This motherfucker pressed triangle in Kingdom Hearts. Dude, they were on a rooftop and took their shirts off, revealing their dragon tattoos on their 100%. back. Right? Like, <laughs> that may as well be this entire episode. With the threat of flocks, like Jaegerist mostly uh, taken care of, it's time to gather up Falco because he's playing a game of I'm made of knives and you're a literal horse girl with peak. Because that's what the card Titan is, kind of. It's just a horse that is a girl. <laughs> Damn, you're so right. And he quickly overwhelms Peak just because he's got knives attached to his hands and Peak just has a big mouth and that's it. 
<laughs> her titan is cool but like it can't do many fighting things so magath heads in and like like surgically cuts falco out of there falco's titan markings on his eyes are wings and i think that's fucking cool mm -hmm. so the gang heads out as magath tells uh onion capone to go without him and onion capone is like fucking whatever <laughs> just like, he's like literally there have been if there's one more fucking plot twist in this shit i'm gonna kill myself <laughs> you guys <laughs> so like i don't care go do whatever go to arby's i don't give a shit i'm out of here i got a boat <laughs> so magath takes out some of these stragglers uh before being overwhelmed and then getting saved by none other than keith shottis bald girls do it better girly <laughs> i have brain damage yeah yeah <laughs> um so magath puts it together that like oh hey uh you probably took out all those reinforcements because you're just like a dude in the old like commandant uniform and like jess i was like uh do i smell romance <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Theo Magath and Keith Shadis Shadis is does Shadis is gay? Question mark. <laughs> so Magath is like, so listen, dude, listen, dude. They got a they got another boat right here, uh, and if any survivors or reinforcements show up, they'll literally just catch up to them and ruin the the whole thing. So we want to take this boat out. We we hate this boat. Okay, Keith. Keith's like, okay. I took out a train one time and he's like, shh, come on. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't care. All right. Focus on the boat. <laughs> so inside, um, uh, Magath works on rigging the boat to explode while Shadis keep wa keeps watch. Uh, he reveals that he was the one that saw Annie and the scouts leaving Shiganshina. And he was literally just extremely moved by her working with them uh, and just doing the right thing that he was like, you know what? I'm going to get me some of that murder rebellion that everybody's been so keen on. I want to kill people. I want to kill people. Also worth noting that I just put this together now that like Keith Shadis is like, I think one of the only military people with any rank outside of our main cast that didn't get the wine. <laughs> yeah i guess yeah. i like to imagine that it's just because keith yeah. is just like not fun to be around <laughs> so i i, I do kind of love like keith's like last little uh character development thing he's just like you know what if she can stop being a shitlord and help so can everyone yeah. great and magath is like cool time for my final speech <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he's like i've ruined so many fucking people's lives just by being in the military at all let alone the training of the warriors and all of that sort of shit. But most of all, I regret being the chief force in charge of making those kids into those weapons that they eventually became. And he's like, they never are going to have a chance to have a normal, boring, peaceful life. But the thought of my actions maybe leading to those kids having a peaceful, boring, normal life, that makes me really happy. And I'm like, damn dude <laughs> like, bars. fucking bars yeah uh he ignites the gunpowder and he and keith are heroes um likely only remembered by whoever manages to make it out alive from the fight with aaron if there even are survivors like hanji says they didn't save liberio um for marley or for parody like they didn't save any of that stuff they saved countless people they're never gonna meet and i think that's really fucking cool like, they were definitely cops, but I don't know. You know what they say about what makes a good cop. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my 
time to have a chill three-hour cruise from Gilligan's Island all the way to the upside-down Horn of Africa, which has a harbor owned by Japan. <laughs> that might sound dumb because it is, but if you look <laughs> at the world map of Attack on Titan, which is literally just an upside-down map of our world, you see that Hizuru, they have colonized Australia and a lot of, like, Micronesia and, like, honestly, a lot of Southeast Asia. So, like they're like if russia was japan basically <laughs> in the in the southern uh and island uh uh zones so haji tells annie that liberio is likely already wiped out or it will be like next episode she abs and like annie's like i'm fucking done then my reason for living is gone everybody i know is either a titan a kid or a hanji like i'm fucking i'm done i'm done i don't need any of this anymore I don't care what responsibilities I have. I fucking, I, I don't, I'm so tired. I, I, and I just slept for four years. <laughs> the most relatable shit right That's there. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like on Monday when you wake up from the weekend and you're like, why don't, why am I hurt? <laughs> why do I, why do I have pain right now? <laughs> I did nothing. I didn't even do laundry this weekend. Why, why am I? You know, <laughs> why am I? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> That's what this whole year has been. Oh, <laughs> anyway. Oof. Tell um, me about yeah. it. Um, so Annie is like, hey, Mikasa. So the last time I'm going to ask you this. Can you kill Aaron? And if not, if I kill Aaron, are you going to try to kill me? I'm so fucking sick of fighting. I'm so tired in a way that I cannot put into words. <laughs> and I hate all of you weirdos. <laughs> I'm done. That's literally where we see annie off for this season <laughs> she's like i'm done i'm out i'm not doing any of this shit because we don't see her in the next episode which is 87 dawn of humanity weirdly the last episode of attack on titan before the two uh one hour specials episode 87 dawn of humanity mikasa is like i wonder when aaron started to suck <laughs> <laughs> it is really funny that that is like the first half yeah. of the episode it's like was there anything that like we could have done to prevent this has like when did he start to be a shithead and then it reaches the end and it's like yeah no like that's when it happened and there probably wasn't any meanwhile i'm over <laughs> here just fucking banging my fists on a table being like the whole time it's been <laughs> the whole time oh yeah no it's like Mikasa, literally from birth, he was a shithead because when he was born, he was also in the room through his father's memories that he got. Like, he yeah. made himself. At every second of reality, he was choosing to be that piece of shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's, there's no reality in which Aaron is like, Aaron is handed a Snickers and is like, yeah, sorry guys. And, and that's the end. <laughs> um, it's the fucking sunk cost fallacy, girl. Get a new man. She wonders, like, is it actually us that's wrong? And it's like, no. No. It's like, no, Connie no. is there and he was only wrong for like an afternoon. <laughs> he got better <laughs> after he didn't kill somebody. <laughs> so this is this is way back to the first time they ever went to Marley as the scouts before the Liberio raid or anything like that. Aaron knows he's going to start the rumbling because he's literally already seen it. And he knows that this world's timeline just kind of forces itself to be the alpha timeline. So like if he was sent a memory, it's because the memory happened, but not yet. I fucking love being confused. <laughs> it's genuinely though. I do love the weird fucking time shit with this because mm. I, I, it's just so unique in my opinion. 
yeah it's it is not something that i have seen any like other place do for sure derogatory (laughs) (laughs) i've never seen a show with fucking aaron yeager (laughs) i wasn't gonna say it (laughs) i honestly that is that like that is not a problem i have with the show i do genuinely think that like that like mechanical way of doing that kind of shit is at least interesting Mm -hmm. oh yeah totally like oh the universe like weirdly like folded in on itself and there can only be one timeline because of the timeline's nature it's like fucked up (laughs) um i love that these dudes are just fucking hicks i love it they show up and fucking sasha's there like oh my god yeah remember her (laughs) but this is this is this is what the scouts do though right like they they literally their whole job is to fuck around and find out and so now they're they're, unfortunately they are going to find out (laughs) so they're met by onyon capone who is like all right i'm gonna take you guys to the hizuru uh embassy and connie's like oh shit is that a horse hey (laughs) is that a horse and sasha's like fucking of course it's not a horse (laughs) idiot it's a cow. <laughs> it's like, ah, I miss these idiots. Dude. So good. It made me so sad. I was like, oh, this is what it could have been. But y'all had to be fucking stupid all the time. Mostly Aaron. <laughs> yeah. And Hanji is like, no dummies. That's a car. Hi, car. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. It's so good. It was really fun. Yeah. We, we also get uh, Levi getting candy offered to him by a creepy clown dog dog first first before that he notices he makes a joke that like those idiots are probably gonna go buy carrots and try and feed it to the car and on young capone is like no they wouldn't they're literally buying carrots okay <laughs> which is hilarious yeah. yeah that was that was funny yeah the clown scene though as jess was saying <sighs> levi being mistaken for a child by a clown because he's short it's so funny. And a clown is something that you need to keep in mind that Levi has never seen before yeah. <laughs> and probably never even heard of before. Yeah, that's like that's not something you ever read about. Like, yeah, when was the last time you read about a clown? Right. <laughs> Have you ever seen a clown in a history book? History books are full of clowns. What are you talking about? Okay, all yeah, right. Yeah, that's, that's fair. But that's that that's true but all, none of the doctors ever know when Pagliacci <laughs> is there they're always like who are you <laughs> whatever shut oh my gosh up. shut the fuck up not even one of the more well-known clowns <laughs> levi is the best murderer in the world and he got that title after his uncle had it and he got it from his uncle by killing him <laughs> so like this little like little murder meow meow just sitting here as a fucking d- horribly creepy clown is just like Hey there, buddy. Wouldst thou like the taste of lollipop, little man? <laughs> Are you in some sort of little man gang with your little suit? Wouldst thou like to live deliciously? <laughs> <laughs> Him being chastised by a literal nameless clown and not being able to do anything because he's like deep undercover and can't like slice this guy in half. Actually, the reason he can't do that is because he doesn't have his swords, not because he's holding back because he probably still would do that if he had his swords. But like, that's fucking cinema, dude. I love that shit. That's literally the funniest moment in the whole show to me. They see a kid pick pickpocketing uh, while Sasha buys some ice cream and with the most serious demeanor of all time, like literally in Japanese, she says, Kore. Kurasai, which just literally means like that. Please. (laughs) (laughs) 
I actually knew what that meant. Wow. Me too. Wow. Me too. Like, like. All right, the, cool. I'll just be over here then. Fine. The Fuck sun, me. I guess that's fine. Whatever. You listen, know. Listen. Listen. It's like you're not. <laughs> I'm, I'm a part of the streak crew or whatever the fuck in Duolingo. Whatever that means. I'm leaving so many streaks <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um. <laughs> But no, like I like the localization of it changed the the wording to be like, I don't know what else in the in the subtitles. It was like, excuse me, sir, may I p pretty please have that? But I think it's way funnier just like in the original Japanese, her saying literally that. Uh, please, <laughs> it's, yeah, this is really good. It's very her. So everyone's enjoying their cute ice cream, except Aaron, who wasn't he's he's like, I don't really he care doesn't about enjoy this anything. Well, yeah, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> they probably all are like, yeah, yeah. Like, let's be real. Um, but yeah, he's like, oh, I guess ice cream isn't special to me because I saw my I saw my dad's memories and I saw ice cream and stuff. And, you know, they they didn't let Eldians really have too much ice cream back in his day. <laughs> it's just like, wow. Um, all right. Fucking bummer over here. Yeah, why did we bring you, man? <laughs> Do you want to just like go back and hang out on the boat? Like... I say, last time we take him to Six Flags. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! The show does this all the time, where it like gives you a joyful moment and then just rips it away with something horrible. But I, 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 I like that sort of vibe of like, yeah, everyone's having ice cream, and then fucking Aaron's like, "Do you remember what this show is about?" My dad couldn't even get ice cream. <laughs> like <laughs> it makes me it makes me feel a lot more justified in hating him. First of all, like I needed a fucking reason. But everyone all, is like, "Hey, chill." <laughs> second of all, the fact that he is just like impossible like it is literally he is just incapable of experiencing joy. I'm like, "Man, fuck you." Like, get pretty, out of here. Pretty much ever since he got sent all those future memories when he, like, touched uh, Historia's <laughs> hand, he was like, oh, that was the last time I'll ever be happy. Okay. <laughs> I just found out I'm going to do a genocide and that I wanted to do it. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, Levi bumps into the pickpocket. There's people in the crowd that want to kick his ass for, you know, being a little pickpocket doing his Jean Valjean shit. But <laughs> Levi, the only smart person in the group, uh, says... No, I didn't say that uh, that he was a pickpocket. I just said that wasn't his purse. He stole it from his sister. We're all one very large, weird family. I'm running away right now. <laughs> this is the this is the last time you'll ever see me moving quickly in this show. Bye. <laughs> um, fucking these are some bona fide hijinks, though. Just like whoopsie doops, got to run yeah. away with this strange boy. <laughs> like <laughs> you just hear the the Scooby Doo running noise. Yes. At this point, I'm just like, okay, this has to be an OVA, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, yeah, because on Young Capone is like running with his like little hat with the ribbon on it and shit. He's like, whoa, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, no, I, and and it also doesn't have the uh, OP in this, so it's like it's very yeah. much like setting you up for like, oh, this isn't real. <laughs> so they escape the crowd, and the kid splits with Levi's sack. Hey, that belongs to Jess. God damn it, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> but I love that like Levi's like that little fucking shit lord. Yeah, there he goes. And the little shitlord is like, got you fucking money. And Levi's like, well, I didn't want ice cream. It's fine. I'll just go without. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want a tasty treat. <laughs> I didn't want a tasty treat. <laughs> so at the Azumabitos, um, she tells the scouts like, hey, it's going to be super hard for you guys to form like geopolitical relations 
because of all the prejudice, because of all of the monsters that have uh, been you. <laughs> so it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna be really hard. We'll help you because you've got that good good fantasy oil, but um, you know, just know it's gonna be a little hard, okay? Um, and like Hanji's like, nah, everyone's gonna understand when they hear us out. That that goes poorly before they can even like get heard out, and as we'll see later. Um, but Aaron takes a little break here to go fuck off for a while. Looks like he and uh, the pickpocket kid had a little conversation, and uh, Aaron is shedding a tear. Weird. I hope we don't see what that conversation was next episode. Um, he tells Mikasa that these refugees in this tent city are just like them. Their freedom was taken away by Marley, fucked up their homeland, and now they can barely survive, let alone thrive. Um, and so if a rando from just some other country that isn't treated well just because of happenstance by Marley, like they're living in a tent city and resort to pickpocketing, then like, like we're fucked, right? Like surely the Eldians that everyone sees as the problems or the, the source of the problems for the world, we're not going to be like welcomed with open arms here it's going to be really tough and mikas is like but we'll just vote them out it's fine <laughs> you just and have to, to trust the process the democratic yeah. process <laughs> trickle down freedom dude it so, always works <laughs> that was my nickname anyway um trickle down freedom okay uh aaron asks mikas uh, why she's like why are you following he's like why are you following me around why are you doing like what am i to you Am I just somebody you're grateful to? Are we partners? Are we family? Like, what's what's going on here? <laughs> it's like, are we something more than friends? I don't know. Not with that haircut, you edgelord that turns into a bone <laughs> centipede. Like, no. <laughs> but she does want to say that she wishes that they were partners or whatever, but she kind of chickens out and says like, oh, we're just uh, love you like a brother <laughs> or whatever, you know? <laughs> she regrets this of course right like she's like oh yeah no we're t I, I don't love you or any anything but just then the father of the pickpocket rolls up with the good coffee <laughs> <laughs> that good shit uncle showed up with the tray with the cups on it and the the cups had like inlay and shit fucking his brother doesn't have a leg they drink out of old cans dude like this dude yeah. really means to say thank you for yeah. making sure my son didn't get his fucking hand chopped off for being a pickpocket the the comparison was me today at a cafe here working versus um me thinking about the korean cafes that i went to when i was out there oh Lord, i miss dude. it dude the fucking Pakistani coffee that I had made me feel like I was in a fucking Folgers commercial. I was like, I was like, oh, that's what it's supposed it's to like, do. Like, I get it now. I get it. <laughs> it's, like, it's like when you finally are with a partner who, you know, can make you orgasm. Ah. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew is not happy about that. You shot an husband right behind you. He's literally sitting right next to you. That's so fucking funny. But no, like, yeah, when when somebody sucks your dick good, you're like, fuck, thank you. Yeah, that's that's what it was supposed to feel like. Nice. I love that that's the reaction. Nice. Nice. Well, I, yeah. Nice. All right. oh, that was a yeah. pleasant sensation. Let's move on. Oh, yes. Mm, cool. Thank you. Please subscribe to Kiss Kiss Game Game. Um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, all that to say, like what I was saying before, like when when the uncle shows up with the fancy cups, he fucking means it. 
So the other scouts show up right on time and uncle invites them for drinks and food. I love that. We have no idea what he says to them at any point. He just says like, or whatever, (laughs) like holds it and like says it twice. And I'm like, I don't know. He seems nice. Let's go have dinner. <laughs> I think that's just, it's like weirdly cute that he's just like, no, 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 no. Come. It was, it was really nice. Yeah. So yeah, like this is a weirdly touching scene. Like they play this song that we've been hearing since the beginning of the series, but it's like a new instrumentation that matches the, like the, the cultures that these people are, are probably from and stuff. It's just this weird thing of like humanity connecting with humanity in the way that can only happen in the way where you're like, we're drinking that's literally how cam and i met yeah actually (laughs) it's like drinking coffee in the middle of a war not well we drank alcohol (laughs) in the middle of kansas city so Uh, yes yeah 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 yeah. we found love in a hopeless place and then you walked over to me and was like hey you want these tokens i'm like yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) so there's a lull in the music when you think the party is over but it's just it stops for a second only for jean and connie to bring more food drinks and people to enjoy each other's company even though they don't speak the fucking same language fucking armin and mikasa are sitting with the aunties like just like pretending to listen to them and like Jean and Connie are dudes being bros with the bros being dudes and shit. And Sasha gets way, way too drunk and just throws up for like four seconds straight. Queen. Poor fucking girl. (laughs) Anyway. um, So the next day there is a forum where the subjects of Amir protection group make their debut. Oh man. It looks like um, there are people that are sympathetic to the Aldeans after all. Like that's so cool. And he's like, yes. We love the Eldians that aren't from the island of Devil Spawn. And Hanji's like, fuck. <laughs> so God close. damn it. God, fuck. Because, <laughs> like, when you see him talking, you're like, oh, my God. Like, somebody, like, I'm sure this isn't going to go well, but at least somebody is, like, on their side unequivocally. And he's like, it's equivocably. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's the whole, no, we love immigrants who do it the right way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh. the fucking attack on titan is the worst game of papers please i've ever played (laughs) um holy shit um yeah he's like when they're not in the internment camps or in the on the island of devils they're actually real people i think you'll find (laughs) and it's like it's then aaron fucking leaves wordlessly because he's like all right i'm fucking bouncing then this is why i do the rumbling um and the scouts aren't gonna see him until they pick him up after he kills the fucking uh warhammer titan kills the Uh, fucking everybody kills the fucking everybody sasha doesn't even get to see him again ever good for her (laughs) good for her (laughs) yeah actually (laughs) we see aaron go through uh with his manipulation of yelena and zeke his plan for historia to get pregnant so that they don't feed zeke to her ensuring that he's going to be able to do the rumbling um, you know, his whole plan to betray Zeke and his his promise from that first episode, like, I'm going to wipe out all of our enemies, every last one. And Historia is like, I can't live with myself knowing that I played any part in a genocide. And Aaron literally says, I'll erase your memories when I have the founder. Like, fuck okay. you, dude. That's right. so, that's like, it's one of the more fucked up things in this show is like oh yeah. if, you, if you don't like what i do to the earth i'll just make it so that you do <laughs> it's like okay. ah, i'll be able to do it with a thought once i shake hands with my brother 
again what a weird fucking show <laughs> yeah um so then uh the last scene um a global alliance gathers in the ocean off of the coast of marley nearly every large weapon that exists in the world has been assembled for the purpose of stopping the rumbling nations that have fought for decades committing genocides and atrocities ag against each other for millennia the ultimate symbol of hope for a unified world you know, giving everyone hope, all these boats here, a fleet made of the strongest weapons, people in the world. It's all futile. Horribly, horribly futile. Millions of colossal titans cannot be stopped. The fleet and everyone's hopes are wiped out in less than a minute. The boats and all of the soldiers are incinerated before they even make contact with the titans. You see one of the captains as he just turns to ash immediately. It's like, Ugh. that takes me back to like the war of the worlds with, yeah, with tom yeah, cruise yeah. and shit that laser that turned everybody into dust in that thing i have nightmares about that still dude anytime somebody is instantly just not there anymore i'm like too much <laughs> too much for my little brain dude so nothing is nothing is stopping these colossal titans they reach the shore and they continue people begin to run away but it's not just the colossal titans the attack titan itself is there uh here to do what he set out in episode one which is to wipe out their enemies every last one and that is weirdly and that's the last episode of attack on titan everyone <laughs> that's how it ends it's, i mean <laughs> technically yes but the next episode episode 16 of the big three attack on titan it uh will be the last attack on titan episode and what the fuck how you f how you f how you feeling over there cam oh no oh <laughs> god oh, no. fuck man <laughs> so that's that's it literally for the next episode watch every available thing of attack on titan <laughs> in the season like, no watch the entire series fuck you watch it again, again. yeah do it no. again i feel i feel like i feel like a kid on the day before summer break right now mm. i'm so close <laughs> senior skip pod who is next 100%. <laughs> <laughs> you're more like getting into this like really in-depth thing that happens so again i'm like yeah i don't fucking care whatever <laughs> that's the secret is you think that this is coming the day that you know the second part drops but cam is just gonna reschedule and reschedule and reschedule <laughs> yeah have a kick-ass summer or whatever i'll sign your yearbook fucking fine uh oh shit i'm pregnant oh, <laughs> oh i'm double pregnant it's me i'm triple pregnant <laughs> okay uh, octomoms aside if you want to follow us on twitter which is still the name of the website you know, at some point, there's going to be kids that are going to be like, why do you call it Twitter? Why do you call X Twitter? <laughs> I'm going to be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're on Twitter at at the big three MHA. And you can find me on Twitter or honestly, whatever else at Victory Position. And you can find me on Twitter slash X slash Instagram slash Blue Sky slash every other thing. Threads. Threads. Co-host. Mastodon. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Um, had a wild Jess at you. Uh, you find me on Twitter at the Camdy Man, but on Blue Sky, I'm just uh, camconic.zone. <laughs> Boom, baby. <laughs> and this has been The Big Three. Peace.
problem.